You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing Sunday Slow Jams. I'm your DJ, R-Dub, joined alongside my guest, Brian McKnight. How are you, Brian? I'm fine, thank you. Great song, Brian. Thank you, thank you. Ready? For <laughs> Sunday night slow jam. All right, so you're yeah. Obviously, we're here doing Shark Tank. I'm your host, Phil Svitek, alongside Christina Zias. Welcome. Um, but obviously, we're we're uh, we're mimicking Sunday slow jams, uh, which was one of the I guess products featured on tonight, as you would call it. Yes. So you would be a fan of Sunday night slow jams. Yes. Like you and your boyfriend gets you in the mood, you know. He gets lucky. That okay. type of deal? I don't know. What? I feel like Sunday night slow jams is something that I would like to listen to on my own on a long car ride. I see. Where I'd be like belting out the entire time. Like I just came, took a road trip from San Francisco, six and a half hours. If I knew about Sunday night slow jams and it was available to me on th- Friday afternoon, done all day. But it's then it wouldn't make Sunday. <laughs> I know. It wouldn't make sense, but I'd want Sunday night slow jams available at, at any point. Okay, so then you need to make it available on on demand, is what exactly. you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Instead of live. That would um, be perfect. Well anyway, so yes. Uh so Sunday Slow Jams is presented by R dub. Um as he says, it's the oral expression. Right. Um you know, I mean, it's which I think is really cheesy, and I don't know what he was trying to. Of course, it's a pun, right? It's, oral, that's what it is. I know, but I don't know everything about that from oral expressions to his name. It just it rang a little funny to me. That's all. Fair enough. Well, um, you know, it was interesting to see a radio station and how it, how it all worked, and and um, you know, later on in the whole thing, Mark Lori asked, like, you know, can you tell me the business model? And Mark explains it pretty well. Yes. Um, for the most part, I mean, there's a few other nuances, but in simplistic terms, that's what it is. Um, he's, he's, they're San Diego based. Um, they're currently occupying 60 markets of the 274 available. And all in all, he's asking for 75000 for 10% of the company, which gives him a $750,000. Evaluation, yes. Yeah. Thoughts. I mean, well, he said he wanted that money to hire a sales director. Yeah. So he can reach out to these other two hundred and what fourteen markets to get himself in them. I I I don't think it's. I think it's more about advertising against it. I don't think it's specifically getting him into the markets. I think he can possibly do that on his own. It's just more about advertising for him. 
Okay. See, I thought that he needed, well, obviously both. But that's well, then how he was explaining the sharks will make their money back. Yeah, through through the through advertisement. advertisement. You know, and they're, they're already kind of making money um, on all of this. So, you know, supposedly it wouldn't be that much. Um, you know, all the, for me, I mean, there's, for me, there's not a lot to talk about. I've, you know, every, every one of them pulled out. They said the radio business is a horrible idea. It is. And especially we just talked about you, like, you love Sunday, Sunday slow jams, except you want it Friday. Right. So that's why it doesn't work right off the bat. Which is exactly what Mark was saying. He's like, because the demographic that listens to radio is younger and they're going, they're not even listening to the radio anymore. They're going to their iTunes. They're going, you know what I mean? They're going, that's what they're paying attention to. They listen to AfterBuzz TV. They listen to AfterBuzz. I mean, I have, I do listen to the radio, but if I'm in my car, I normally put on Spotify. Yeah. So if he wants to make Sunday Night Slow Jams available for Spotify. Yeah, I have I have nothing against the um I have nothing against the idea and advertisement. I mean, here's the thing. What it comes down to me um is Robert had it correct all along. You know, if you know, you need this guy, so get the guy um and give him a percentage. That's how you get the guy cuz okay, if 75, you know, basically you're going to pay this one guy 75,000 a year. You know, I mean, I'm, that's what he's asking for. I mean, if you pay him any less, but where's the incentive? You know what I mean? Um, you need someone that wants to go out and get ads for you. And really so build it has a to business. Be, yeah, so it has to be enticing. And seventy-five thousand again, if he's really, really good and can sell against that programming, seventy-five thousand dollars. You know, for a really, really good guy, is not going to be that great. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example, only because this is my world, right? Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, well, because, okay, so the Adam Carolla podcast, you know, um, they're, uh, they're very close friends of ours, you know, his network is continuing to grow, and he has a guy named Mike August, ruthless. I mean, this guy's, uh, legendary within the business. I mean, every time I bring him up with our agents, WME, I'm like, oh, Mike August, Mike August. And, uh, but that's what he does. He's, he's, you know, he's a numbers guy. And, you know, he gets a percentage and things like that, you know, because he, he, he grew up as an agent, you know, and that's where his foundation is, you know, and so as agents, you know, they obviously take a percent of the cut of whatever deal is made, and right. that's how they make their money. So that's more enticing rather than saying, hey, here's your 75000 a year, and go out and get me all the ads you can. Well, okay, if, if let's say, I mean, you know, if he's really great and brings back, uh, you know, if this was Beyonce, like, hey, Coke's going to give you, or Pepsi in her case, is going to give you uh, however millions of dollars, then, you know, if I'm the guy who brought this deal, let's say it's a $20 million deal, why am I only a year getting $75,000 and you expect me to bring yeah. in more? That doesn't no, make you're any sense. Correct. I need a percentage. Yeah. Absolutely. Second, I think you should do it on demand. Yes. You know, do it Sunday nights. That's all well and good, but then also make it available on demand, uh, much like Open Anthony is doing, where they're on XM, but also have a podcast form. What do you think about why didn't he just ask Brian McKnight for the money? Ooh, I don't know. Mm. I always think this is so interesting to me when I think it's partly exposure. I it's mean, it's exposure. That's why he's on there. Yeah, not for nothing. If he really needed that money, look, last season. I forget what the business was, but Seth MacFarlane came on. Like, Seth MacFarlane can for sure support this guy and give him, you know, a a couple, like maybe 10, like 20, 30 grand to help him in his business for as much equity as he wants. Brian McKnight could help him as well. He obviously just wants the exposure, so now everyone listens to Sunday Night Slow Jams. Yeah. So, 
And it's green, yeah. So all, uh, so all in all, that's the advice I have for the guy. Uh, he walked away with no deal. So R Dub, you know, hopefully you learned something because you, you know, hopefully it gave you the press you needed, and hopefully, you know, if you didn't have the knowledge, you gained the knowledge. Definitely, I think that's what a lot of people get out of this show. I mean, here's the thing: he seemed like a smart guy. He seemed like he was knew he was doing so. I think his main motive was publicity, and I can't fault him for that. No. So. But Mark, you know, had Mark bitten, he would have been a great partner for this because Mark, you know, understands sort of the entertainment space. Right, which is why he's like, there's no way I'm biting on this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to get paid. Yeah. All right. Number two, ham board. Ham boards. I love this one. Did you? I did. Are you a surfer? Okay. I'm not a surfer, but I've surfed several times and I love paddle boarding. And even though I'm an awful surfer, whenever I go down, if I can rent a board, I will try. It doesn't matter how many times I fall. So it's very appealing to me. I see. Yes. Um, I I love that. The, I love their sort of um, – I love that it was a family business. It's, I know. And it, it, as Lori said, it is very authentic. It's Huntington Beach. I mean you think of skateboarding and surfing, Huntington Beach. Absolutely. Um. I love their explanation of how the business got started. Um, I'm not quite <laughs> with their with their mom. Well, the, the fact that the mom just ran over the skateboard. And I don't. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what the modification is or how that fixed it. But good for them. Yes. Um, what do you think of Donnie coming into the picture, cousin Donnie? <laughs> I feel like everyone has that cousin Donnie. With him, what I found very interesting is obviously he's the businessman. Um, but I don't know if you picked up on this when the sharks were, you know, at first, um, trying to negotiate or telling them that they weren't interested in, I felt like the dad and the son were like, cousin Donnie, like do something. And cousin Donnie was like, Oh, okay. Thank you. And I feel like they were kind of freaking out a little bit. Like they just left the whole business side up to him. Yeah. Did you get that? I, no, I, I a hundred percent agree. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to just because when you're in this pitch meeting and, and yes, Donnie's your rock and you guys are building these skateboards. That's all well and good. But don't look panicked. They <laughs> look panicked. It's like and, and the kid especially like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. They like, look mad. No, the dad especially. I thought. He's like, he was like, cousin Donnie. I don't know. It was hilarious to me. Uh, but I thought, you know, Donnie handled it well. And, and he got what was great is that Donnie did get the respect from. The sharks that he deserved. You know, he created the uh, Never Flat, which Mark knew about, and he, he congratulated because that's a cool invention. That is cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, so he's been in the game um, a little bit. It just, um, you know, with the patents, um, that's where it got, you know, that was kind of a big deal breaker. I feel they didn't really go into too much, but I feel like, pe- you know, people were more reserved to go into it now that the patent wasn't 100% all there. And also, I think that uh, people, the sharks were a little worried about that people wouldn't be interested in this product. If you don't know how to surf or you have no interest in surfing, you wouldn't be interested in this. I think Robert said it best. You're not like selling a paddleboard or a surfboard for land. You're like selling the California dream, baby. Yeah. That's what Robert said. And that's what I love about this. And I saw someone, one of my coworkers today earlier, they came in on 
their skateboard to work. I was like, oh my God, have you heard of the handboard? I was like, you should try it. You'll love it. Because just the way it moves, it just seems so graceful and a lot more fun. Yeah. Is it ironic that the two sharks that bit were the ones to try the skateboard? No. Obviously, they were the only ones very interested in it from the beginning. I really, truly think you can't invest in a product like this unless you test it out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, here's here's the uh, counter-argument to that. Kevin O'Leary, right? Let's say he tries one. Like, he's not a skateboarder. If it's a good skateboard, it's good skateboard. Right. And if, if it's going to make money, he'll do it. it. Yeah, that makes sense, too. You know? He's not going to be like, oh, my God, this is the most fun ride I've ever had. I mean, granted, if best. it's cupcakes and food, yeah. You know, I'll try yeah. it all day, any day. But if it's, you know... Well, I feel like Robert, too. He's that family guy, so that obviously... I think Robert just loves to have fun. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I can't fault him for that. That's great. What did you think about um, his offer versus Damon's offer? Okay, so it ends up being about... um, Where did I write it down? Licensing Um, or not. Well, you know, uh, Damon basically wants to license it... um, Robert wants 30, you know, basically be partners, equal partners in all of this, and he'll double the money. I don't, I, I personally would have licensed it, but the fact that Robert was so gung ho about it, it makes up for the facts. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was a tough, tough decision. I, I would have talked to Robin like, let's license this deal. I'll work with you, but let's license this. Why do you think license it? It's just, um, it's a lot of work to make these things. You know, and the fact that there, here's the thing, the fact that there are other boards that are being bought and you're getting the phone calls and the complaints, let's fix that. Yeah, that's true. You know, let's, let's just get in on all the boards and, uh, that makes everyone's life easier. And they definitely were not cheap boards. $200, um, to make. Yeah, $600 to purchase. Yeah. That's a lot of money to be made if they're selling these so why not you know what i mean why just cut out the competition become the whole you know and because you're the best all right, all right just license it out we're golden well maybe that's what robert will do eventually possibly i'd like to get an update on them um we might do a after buzz field trip to huntington beach that would be fun to go to see hamboards yeah all right, cool. We'll, we'll check them out. We'll we'll uh, we'll see. But all <laughs> in all, I mean, I'm glad I'm glad that they went with Robert because mm-hmm. you know he was so enthusiastic for the product. Um, was it rightly deserved for you know? Did he overspend a little bit more money, possibly? But well, he said he thought they had a very fair evaluation. He kept saying yeah. that. So so good I hope for his, them. I hope his kids start cruising around on them. We'll see. I mean, uh, I, I want to see this kind of pickup. It'd be interesting with the whole thing. It'd be really cool. Um, I feel like it'd be great in LA too. But it's, it was interesting. The the thing that I learned that got I got out of it was for any kind of sporting goods type things, you know, you got to be making in the millions. Right. That's interesting. They did say that. Which, okay. Because they had a lot of sales. I think it was like 250, right? Uh, and then they were trying to get to five by the end of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, it's interesting, you know, how you got to reach a million, otherwise it's not even worth it in the sporting industry. Yeah, that's wild. Good to learn. All right. Um, okay. Scan. 
Which I have on my phone. Garrett G. I have never scanned anything like this before. I think even my own business card has a scan. And I've never even mentioned it to anyone. Um, the only time I've used scan is for I Apple products. If I'm there, you know, they can, they let you purchase them that way if you just scan it and things like that. Um, hmm. I didn't know that. If you're at the Apple store, yeah. Um, and it makes it easy and things like that. But most, the QR code thing, you know, um, I'm not I don't know what a QR code is. It's, um, it's basically like, a, it's, it's the scan code. Uh, and, and, you know, it could take you to a web page. It can take yes, you, yes, it can yes. tell you the pricing. It can, it can do any number of things. Okay. Uh, but the intriguing part to me was, uh, was what Mark said, you know, we're, this requires action of the user. And while you think this is revolutionary, it's really the sensor business that is the revolution because people don't want to do it. The only reason why I find the scan thing cool is um, because it actually does make, like if I'm at the Apple store, it makes purchasing it easier because I, I, I don't have to go to a cash register. I just scan it. Um, it says, hey, would you like to buy it? You hit yes. It logs into my iTunes thing and, and it buys it for me and I'm good to go. At the Apple store. At the Apple store. Like you can buy... A MacBook. I can buy scan. a MacBook. But then someone has to come and deliver you the MacBook, right? No, I, well, you, no, how does the Apple, well, like, you can get an iPad off the shelf. But I'm talking about a MacBook. A MacBook? Then perhaps, I, yes. Okay. Well, then, you know, but certainly for smaller items and things like that, that you're buying, like, cable, you know. See, this bothers me, because I feel like you're losing so much human interaction. Oh, I don't care about that. Thank God for that. No, I think that's awful. Like, even where I work... We use a lot of iPads now, mm-hmm. and I hate them because I feel like you're looking down at them. You can't type as effectively. You know, it's a touch screen, obviously. So you're losing that communication with the person that's right in front of you. I think I think that's absolutely awful. I'm sorry. I do not mind going. I think purchasing something in a store, it's part of the experience of, like, talking to the person that you're working with. Nope, absolutely not for me. If I can get it online, I know order it online. If I can't get it online, then I'm going in the store. And I guess hate what? ordering things online too. I, I avoid. Well, you need to get out more and enjoy these things. All right, now we've just got off topic. <laughs> um, that's why I don't like scan. That's why you don't like. That's well, why I don't like scan. All right, how about this, Marissa? Do you scan or any scan technology? QR codes every once in a while. Like, what do you use it for? Um, online things or. If if I'm in a store and I see a QR code, I'm, I I might just use it and then go to the website online. What, what so what what do you mean you scan it and then I scan it. It takes me to the website uh, like on my phone on my iPhone and then I can browse the website and order anything I want from there. Interesting. So you go to the store so you can order it online. <laughs> Is that I don't know if you're or if I'm you know in a random store and I see QR codes and then it catches my attention, I scan it from there. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, it's the downloads speak for themselves. Fifty one million. You can't you can't deny that. But I'll go to Kevin's thing, like, show me the money. Right, and not I the love downloads. No, and I love what Mark said too. He's like, Downloads don't mean anything. How many scans do you have? And obviously they had twenty seven million scans or something crazy like yeah, twenty seven million scans. So that's a huge number as well. Yeah, because that, that means that's the active Right, users. But, but even I mean, it's it's big, but it's not that big. Because think about if you have fifty one million people on this, including myself. Apparently, I'm one of them. Yeah. Um, out of that fifty one million, 
just the percent, you know, uh, um, just over half are kind of using it, but that's, you know, but if someone's readily using it, I don't know. What I'm trying to say is that 27 million doesn't count 27 million individuals. You know what I mean? Because okay, that um, I'm not using it. So there, but if I was using it, I could be. Let's say I could scan ten times a day. So then one person is scanning ten times a day. Does that make sense? To yes. You? yes. Yes. So it, it it's not necessarily active users. users. It's just active times. Right. So, that makes sense. And that's the part of it. Like, okay. And they said the only way they can make money really is by charging businesses to use Which, this service. Yeah. Which, and, and even the Google's Google 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 Glass, right? Um, that you know, I I don't know. There's there's no real benefit, and to value it at twenty million, you know, sometimes with technology, sometimes it, it does become tough to kind of sell and things like that, and give a valuation for, you know, and make money. Right, like Instagram. Like Instagram. I mean, there's ways and things like that, and there's, you know, most of the times advertising, or it has to, it has to do something. Like, this is just a gateway to something, and it's not, it's not a platform. That makes sense? Yes, and I think that's what Mark was struggling a lot with. Yeah. Like, what are you doing differently? He couldn't say. We have a, I mean, I guess they, I haven't tried the other scan apps, but, you know, I mean, is it that much cleaner? Okay, I'll give it to you. Is it that much faster? Okay, I'll give that to you. But is the design more beautiful? But then what? How did you even find out about Scan? The guy at the Apple Store put it on my phone, <laughs> so he could. I feel like anytime I pass an Apple Store now, I'm gonna see you there. Just you frequent them. I don't frequent them. You might. Uh huh. Come. All right. Well, he obviously didn't get an offer. Well, it was interesting how Damon said, you know, okay. It, if you were here and you needed the money, I could understand that. But you got $8.7 million already. There's there's no reason. He said, are you here for publicity? Which is an honest question. Yes. And I feel like he was, to a large extent. Uh, he did this. I love how he did this presentation in flip-flops. I know. Very college. Absolutely. Um, flip-flops and then a sweatshirt. I mean, you know, it's... Anytime you get with technology, it can be hit or miss only because you have, I mean, Kevin kind of comes from a tech based. Robert, obviously very techy. And then Mark, you know, he's known for that as well. So, you know, those are the guys you're going after. But if they don't like it, they don't like it. Right. But that's three out of five sharks. Okay. But so if they like it, that's a pretty no. Yeah, but they didn't. Okay. But they didn't. So you, you know what I mean? Yes. See, they're going to, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's, I, it's, I just didn't, don't think they saw a business for them. And that's completely understandable. And that's a lot of money. To, I mean, that's a huge sum of money to invest. For 5%. Just, just regardless, it doesn't matter. You know, even if, I mean, granted, even if they were making money, let's say, right? To invest $5 million into something. Or, um, I'm a sorry. A million dollars. A million dollars. I was thinking 5%. Yeah. Uh, that's still a ton of money. You know, most of these people, like, if you came up and I was like, hey, I have my small business, and uh, all in all, even if, you know, and I said, hey, I'm going to, you know, for $30,000, I, I give you 5%, then it's like, okay, well, at the end of the day, it's $30,000 for me. Right. A million. No. Yeah, but they've invested that much before. Yeah, but I have to really believe in it. Yeah. Like, that's 
that's a that's a much bigger risk. That's a much bigger investment. You know? Absolutely. Which is why when they do invest that much, they are so excited for it. Yeah. That's when it turn usually turns into bidding wars. Absolutely. Um, it didn't this time. So all in all, great, you know, scan. I, I'd be interested to see where this has, you know, but I'm excited for the sensor technology. You know what, Garrett? Get into the sensor technology business, partner with Mark, and let's go! I don't know enough about the sensor technology. Ah, oh, that, that's where it's going to really freak you out. I know. I'm already a little freaked out about it. No one's going to want to talk to anyone anymore. Well, cause, because I can just scan and be like, ooh, that's Christina. Alright, know everything <laughs> about her. Oh, she can't even pump her own gas. I'm done. <laughs> I'm hey, done. dig. I'm done. I uh, can't pump my own gas. No big deal. Because she's from New Jersey. And they don't pump their gas there. No, I can't pump my own gas. And then here's 12-year-old little Lily creating this business. That's what upsets me. I'm g- <laughs> Okay, I love these two girls. They're so cute. Um, You have a 12-year-old and a 15-year-old that are not only, okay, not only came up with an idea and then packaged it and things like that. Are actually selling it and are making it themselves. Um, they found a way to make it for very cheap, you know. So for 31 cents, it takes them to make it, 53 cents to actually package it, 6.95 to sell it. Right. Um, they're already getting calls from Bed Bath and Beyond Home Depot. I mean, this is just great. They're. Meanwhile, we got kids smoking pot. <laughs> Jesus. They're, they're so cute. And I, you can see the energy in the Shark Tank as soon as it changes when kids walk in, too. And it does. And and you know what? I'll give them a lot of credit, you know, um, brain, as they call the dad. How cute are they? That's so funny. Um, most of the questions were directed towards Lily um, specifically, but also Emma as well every now and then. And the fact that Lily could answer those questions and and the way she was able to they were all very knowledgeable of the product so it wasn't like you know this this dad just brought in the kids and is, and is Absolutely. helping them pitch on behalf of that they really knew what they were doing and she was able to explain it well and you know she got like one word wrong and the dad corrected her but to be able to present in that matter at the age of 12 um and also and also emma at 15 you know to present it and things like that 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 shows tremendous skills and even besides presenting it to to create it, yes, exactly to create the actual product. That's it's amazing. It is, um, you know. And I, this is this was, we saw Kevin the most sincere. Absolutely. You know, and uh, and almost apologetic for why he wasn't going to make the men offer. Yeah, because you know it, it was such a huge thing for him, and I get it. I I respect his reasons, and I and things like that. Um, Damon, same thing, and Robert, same thing. But I love you know. No offense to them, you know. I I, I respect their decisions. I love really what Mark said and what Mark did. Well, like what you were just saying before, a million dollars is a, a huge investment. They're asking for thirty grand. Yes. For him, that is exactly like someone funding his stamp business when he was younger, giving him a few thousand dollars to get him off his feet. And it probably just touched home. It was really sweet. Well, here's here's why ultimately, because, okay, here you have, again, a 12-year-old and a 15-year-old, and especially for the 12-year-old, if in this situation, you know, this person is working so hard um, and has such big dreams and is accomplishing those dreams, but then gets crushed in something like this only because people are unwilling to 
you know, to put in some effort. Right. Then it's like, well, you know, I'm 12 years old. Why, why try anymore? You know, you have then such a negative view of the world and that's what you have going. No, because here's the thing. You could set this, this girl could literally be running a company, you know, by the time she's 30. A company that she created. A company that she created or any major company. Absolutely. I mean, there's, um, there's tons of, fee- um, uh, Shelly Zoss is a, is a CEO, um, that we know. She's very successful. And, you know, uh, I've heard many great stories and I've also gotten to see her in action, things like that. Um, just the way she's able, for example, I'll give you a story. This woman, um, invited, you know, top CEOs from multiple companies, um, to a hotel, uh, conference room. And she had literally 10 business meetings going on at the same time because she was able to connect the different people that needed to be connected. And she walked from table to table and things like that. And, you know, deals were negotiated right then and there. So that's smart to be able to do 10, you know, so it's innovation. And that this girl, you know, could be an innovator and a businesswoman. But if you crush her dreams right here and there, it's really unfair. For what? $30,000? For 25% too. Yeah. Which, you know, that's a huge that's percentage. Huge. Absolutely. And that that was the bigger risk as a shark to, to really crush this girl's spirit. That's what was at stake. Not the $30,000, not the 25%. No, absolutely. I, I mean, I, and besides just wanting to support her dreams and this vision, it's the fact that they also believed in her product as well. Yeah. And I think that's important too, because I'm see, I'm sure they see and are approached by so many people every single day or at least every week while they're taping. They can't please everyone. And although I'm very supportive about helping kids, there, at least it's a believable product and something you can support, you know? And again, but it, it goes back to the ingenuity of these two girls. Right. I mean, they, they really have it together. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad kind of Mark galvanized, um, you know, Lori into this because all in all, Lori was the right shark Absolutely. to go with. Um, if nothing, Except from, I mean, she's a female in this business. So she's someone, you know, they would respect and learn a lot from Mark. But Lori's a great mentor as a female in the business. Do you think Lori would not have made an investment if Mark didn't start the bidding? Um, it certainly helped. I don't, I don't, I think she would have, you know, because she, you know, she sees herself in these kids. Right. Um, but Mark certainly opened the door. I think. I don't know. I do think Mark helped it. Do you think she was right to ask for fifty percent? I think so because it just entice you know it just entices her to work more, you know, and because ultimately she's going to do so much of the work, and they're going to. I mean, you know, for that fifty percent, they're basically getting a major class, major you know major like business class to work with Lori, you know, at a, a very intimate level to build this. Products. Absolutely. You know, and um, and I respect Mark not wanting to go in the deal with her. Yeah, yeah. You know, he said, hey, you know what? I was just offering it, but you know what? I Let's not, we shouldn't work together. Definitely. Not on this, you know. And you know, I mean, obviously Mark would have cared a lot and would have, I'm sure, put whatever effort he could yeah. into Yeah, and that's it. what he said. I'll get you the right people. Right. So. But now they're going to have some real amazing hands-on. I mean, TV presence repackaging making of it that's gonna be huge it was so cute their packaging because i i feel like 
I've been to these craft stores, right? I know exactly. They probably like printed stuff on, on their personal printers at home from mm-hmm. their like desktops or laptops. And then just everything you could just tell was done with such care and like from their own like cute little hands. It's just really sweet well. and inspiring too. It really was, and that's, it makes me worry. I mean, you have. It makes you worry. Well, well, it makes me worry that, you know, I really wish more people were kind of doing this, you know, and being innovative, but that's what separates these girls from the rest. There's more out there, I believe. I believe so, too. That's, I do get some hope out of it. Absolutely. All right. Shall we get into the news and gossip bit of this? Let's do it. After Buzz yeah. TV News. All right. We got an update on Mission Belt. Um, which, uh, you liked some of their belts. I thought some of their belts were cool. The, some Their belts are really cool. By the way, I like how, um, in the scan, um... That pres- he brought up the mission belt, yeah. Damon, I believe you know this company. Definitely. Which he got lucky, because how did he know Damon was going to be there? Since mm. they're switching off the sharks now, too. I don't know. He just, but I good know. for him. He did get lucky. That is true. That is true. Good point. Um, you know, and they, in, in a day after, um, uh, they were on Shark Tank, they made $180,000. Insane. One month after, they became a million dollar company, um, and about to make $5 million since airing. That's unbe- That's that, huge. It's enormous, which makes me so excited for this show. It's just so incredible what it does for so many people. Like this guy and like the girls that we were just talking about before. Yeah. Which, okay, so going back to Garrett, the scan guy, right? They were all very respectful of him, you know, even though they, they didn't like the product. Only because, you know, the, as the, the this guy was a product of Shark Tank, as he said. Not only that, he's also a very smart guy, as Lori pointed out. And so you never want to offend these people because, you know what? This may not be the right product, but you know what? Keep working at it. Right, and you'll create some, on. you know? Absolutely. And so you never want to, dis- again, discourage those people. And you want to be on their good terms because, you know what, come back to me one day and you may have something amazing and we'll reshape the world. Absolutely. You know? I mean, how, go see the Steve Jobs movie. He heard so many no's. I need initially. to see that movie. It's a great movie. I absolutely movie. need to see it. It's a great movie. Um, what I liked about the mission belt too is, and I for some reason don't remember seeing this actual episode, um, but they give back to the community as well. Every dollar, you know, goes to helping. Yes. Which is really important. And you see that, um, it's a really big trend for fashion companies right now. Yeah. And I think it's really great. Yeah. I, I agree. So agree as well. Um, and, uh, I will, we will try to do something with, um, hand boards where we, we either check them out, we'll give them a call or something like that. Cause I want to check in on those guys. Yeah. That would be so much fun. Um, anyway, that's the news and gossip for this week. Let's get into predictions for next week. I, now, oh. you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Gotta wait. I absolutely love that little battle between Lori and Barbara. Don't know exactly what it's about, but Barbara said, Lori is great at selling products, but I build businesses. No, I, I build brands. I build brands. That's for, hey, you know what? We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, there's some fun little snippets. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. 
I don't know. There was um, a lot of females. I, I, I like uh, when they always cut to, like, the guys' faces of, like, just confused as if the Oh, yeah. You know, I love the great products. And, and of course, I love seeing when deals do get made. But I also love just the absurd people that walk in thinking they can get a deal. Like those doctors earlier on this season. Yeah, to me, you know what I mean? Again, um, it's not helping necessarily society, but it's great entertainment. Absolutely. I was like, what'd you think? You were just going to walk in here and just wing it? Really? But some people do. Is there any product that you would like to see? Or at least any space, whether it be technology, fashion, food? You guys know me. I like my technology. Okay. I do, you know, but at the same at the same time, the simplest products like the the um the last one, right? The the um, screen mend. Yes. Sometimes Again, serves a yeah. Sometimes it serves a huge purpose, and um, and you go with it, and that's great too. I don't have that kind of vision for those things. Right. I try to have, you know, great. You know, sometimes my visions are too grand and and whatnot. That's my downfall. Anyway, um, what, what about you? What do you like? Fa- fashion, I would imagine. Yeah, I you? like everything. I would like to see a little bit more fashion because mm-hmm. I feel like we, there's not that much on there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, yeah, but it's it's tough to kind of create within the fashion exactly. space. That's something so uh, different. Yeah, I just want to see something that like just blows my mind away. That I'm like, how did they think of that? So that's what I'm waiting for, or something just silly. Like, remember that guy with the belt buckle that yeah. opened beer cans? Yeah. He did great. He did. Something like that. Something that I can ex- get excited for and the holiday season is coming up. Something that I want to buy a product. We need a Spencer's product. A Spencer's product. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what yeah. you need. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Let us know your thoughts by going to AfterBuzzTV.com. Um, writing in there. Um, what product was your favorite? What product was your least favorite? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, go to iTunes, rate and subscribe there. Um, where can they find you in the meantime? You can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Zias and check out my little space, MissZias.com. And of course, follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Um, until next week, that's it for this week. <laughs> See you later. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.